Welcome in, welcome in, Beantown Breakdown, episode nine. We're back after a brief hiatus. That's on me. I'm not even going to lie, Andrew. That's on me. No, really it's is. okay. It's all right to have uh, to have a little week off because this week is just going to be just as better, you know? It really, man, I've been grinding away at the score. It's been just beating me down. But that's that's what happens, I guess. You know, senior year, you don't want to get senioritis too early. I'm trying to save that for, for the deep spring. Yeah, I was going to say, wait for, uh, I don't know, wait until, like, April comes around. It starts to get a little warmer out. You're like, okay, like, kind of want to, like, be done with this whole school thing and, like, just enjoy my summer. So that's when it really kicks in because you yeah. still, like, got a month left. That's going to kill me right there. That's going to kill me. But, yeah, we've been busy. We've been busy. Um, but we're back. Episode 9, one shy of episode 10 we're almost in double digits but we got a lot of boston sports stuff to break down today i mean we've missed quite a bit over the past you know week and a half two weeks but a lot coming out recently it will hit that new stuff first might backtrack to the stuff that we missed prior but you know the most recent news obviously the celtics making some moves at the trade deadline yesterday on thursday some nice additions i really like them Derek white comes in from San Antonio. And then, of course, you add Daniel Tice once again, bringing him back home, the German vermin, Vanilla Tice, 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 baby, whatever you want to call him. Plenty of names. And he's back. I like these moves. This team's red hot, eight out of their last 10. The defense has been outstanding. Net rating, this team is the best in the NBA. I put air quotes around best because net rating, I mean, yeah, it tells you stuff statistically, but there's obviously a lot more factors than that, in my opinion. But this team's on a roll, Andrew. So are you going to miss uh, – are, are the Celtics going to miss Josh Richardson? I guess in the short term. But long term, I don't think he was a huge – you know, you're not posting Josh Richardson on billboards around the city. That is true. Also, so, I mean, like, do you – in my opinion, like, just seeing it from the outside, like, when it first happened, I'm like, okay, like – they created a ton of spots yeah. on their. They have like what five open spots now. Um, I, think it might I be guess four or Sam Hauser might have taken one of them, but um, yeah, that is. Uh, I it, I think they're set up for the summer now. Like, what is that like? This just the start. Like, it's just like okay, like we offloaded some of this stuff and we brought in a guy who's under term for a little bit, Derek White. And it's just like, uh, we can make a run now at a guy in the summer. You'd hope so. I mean, I, I'm sure they'll look at the buyout market too, see what that looks like. You know, a couple names there that they might want to add, but they are setting themselves up nicely for the offseason. I don't know what the offseason is going to look like. I never know what a Celtics offseason is going to look like. But I like the moves Brad made in the sense that they're not so small that it's like, oh, uh, you know, like, why would you even make these moves? And they're not so big either. Like, you didn't go out and trade for James Harden. You know, you didn't give thank up. Thank goodness. I agree. You didn't give up pieces that are going to drastically shift the direction of your franchise. You had a guy in Derek White who has put up decent offensive numbers this season. I think he's averaging right around 14 points per game. He's great defensively. I believe um, he leads the league in blocks at the guard position, if not tied for first. 98% sure he leads the league in blocks for the guard position, though. 
And then you add Daniel Tice, who obviously, I don't want to say he knows the system since it's not Brad Stevens' system anymore. It's Udoka's. But still, based off what we saw from Daniel Tice a few years back, you know, a couple of years ago, it hasn't been that long. He's a good fit with the Celtics. And I think that's what you need on a team like this. Guys that fit well in this organization, Derek White and Daniel Tice, two of those guys. I'm only upset, really, about uh, the only player I'm upset about leaving is Romeo Langford. Yeah, I knew you were going to uh, hit me with that. I, I have to, right? Like, <laughs> I did I did run into him, didn't mm-hmm. meet him. Just I mean, you guys him. are basically friends. Um, yeah, so um, it is a little sad. Like, I mean, we didn't really get to see Romeo that much, right? No. It's like we drafted him first round, uh, what was it, two years ago? Oh, man, I don't need. He was know. hurt. He was hurt all last year. Like I think he didn't play or play at all. It was um, like the majority, at least the majority. Like we, we yeah. very rarely saw. Him. So this year was like the first year he ever like got you know consistent minutes. And I did hear a thing, and I don't know if I can like, I, I guess take it with a grain of salt because I heard it on I think ninety eight five, but. Um, they said that Romeo had to go because uh, Udoka liked playing Romeo off the bench instead of Nismith, mm-hmm. and Brad Stevens liked wanted Nismith to play. Like he was like, "Hey, I want him to play more." And Udoka just kept going with Romeo off the bench in that spot where he could have went Nismith. So. I don't know if that's like true or not that like that was the only reason why he was gone was because he literally just wanted to play Neesmith more, which I don't really, I guess Aaron Neesmith, like I guess we haven't really seen him play much either, but yeah, you know, his shooting obviously brings a lot to this team if it's on, but as you said, the sample size has been small. So it's not like he's proven himself as a a shooter yet. Um, Where he was at what, like Vanderbilt or something, right? Yeah. He played Vandy. Yeah. So like, if he can shoot like he did at Vandy, I mean, yeah, obviously he was. I mean, he was on a terrible Vanderbilt team. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, but he stood out. I mean, I, I just remember watching a few of the games that he was playing, and he they would still lose, but he would still drop like 30. And it's like, yeah. oh, that guy, that guy's pretty good, but <laughs> yeah, so dry- I mean, if he can do that, you're, you're set. Like, I, I liked Romeo in the sense, like, when he was in and his defense was on, it was impressive. You know, he had some defensive highlights from the season that Romeo Langford, it's not really a guy you expect, like, to make those. He struggled plays. with injuries, though. Like, exactly. I think That's the injuries thing. limited him. I think they really did, too. We didn't see enough of Romeo, and now he's gone. And he's probably going to be the next Kawhi in San Antonio. Watch. I, I could see Popovich, like, literally. I mean, he's young. Like, yeah. I think Romeo, isn't Romeo only, like, 21, 22? Like he's young. He got Ooh. drafted as a he was only a freshman when he left Indiana. So I think he's 22, man. You think so? I think he's like my age. Okay. I mean he's, he's a lot uh, better at basketball. He, than he's I still am. young though. Like he's still definitely young. So I don't know, man. I yeah, uh, he's 22 years old. Yeah. So like I said, he's got time. Like he's he's definitely not like a guy that's I think San Antonio is going to play him I think they're oh no doubt I mean they're kind of in a rebuilding mode it seems like yeah I don't really know their roster makeup but I'm I'm assuming that Romeo's probably going to end up playing a decent chunk um there I would have to imagine I mean you trade Derek White Derek White was one of their better pieces like there's just no doubt about that obviously you got DeJounte Murray out there who's been having an unbelievable season 
he, you're not going to get rid of him. You're keeping him. He's still young. His, his stock is rising quickly. And then I think they got Jakob Pertl out there, center. He's decent, yeah. good big man. And Derek White was, you know, a top three player on that San Antonio roster, I believe. And, uh, you know, they ship him to Boston for, you know, decent pieces. But, like, again, it's not guys that you're going to – it's not billboard caliber guys. It's, it's a small move. I don't think Josh Richardson – Josh Richardson's the same player kind of everywhere he goes. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think he was going to fit in next year, right? It's like mm-hmm. Josh Richardson and everybody else you traded. You could even say Romeo and obviously Freedom and Bruno. But yeah. um, it's tough I don't, to see Bruno go, man. I mean, yeah, Bruno tough had, to see Bruno. Bruno had the poster of the century. He did. I, I like, saw that. He that does was... that against <laughs> does that against Brooklyn, and immediately after Brad Stevens is like, "All right, get out, leave." Dude, yeah, I, mean, I did. I that was the only that's the only reason why I knew who it was is because I saw that like I saw Grant Williams share something on Instagram yeah. of that dunk, and I saw um, you know he was like, "Oh, Bruno, like you doing something there?" I was like, "I don't even know who Bruno is," and then and he gets traded. It's like the next week. He's like, "Hey, his value just went up with that dunk." So they were like, "We got to ship him out now. No way this yeah. guy ever scores again. We're shipping him out." So, but uh, honestly, dude, though, like everybody we traded out probably wasn't going to fit next year like romeo no. wasn't going to get playing like i think you gotta try Neesmith. like he why not got, you know you have to he was a first round pick and i think you got to see what you got in him anyway and you want to give him more minutes and i don't know if they wanted to get peyton pritchard more minutes but i have no idea like shipping dennis out was a no-brainer like that was you have to that was just no brainer. Like you, you bring in Derek white. You're like, all right, like we obviously want to play Marcus smart as well as Derek white. And then Peyton Pritchard too. I know they like Peyton Pritchard. So exactly. I don't know. I, I, I like the moves. I, I like I everything. Everybody like on 98 five hated it. And I was like, I, I immediately, no. I was like, I like it then if they hate it, I like it. Yeah. Once you get like, they will literally find anything to complain about. It's, it's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Like, I don't think there's ever been, we could have traded, Dennis Schroeder for Kevin Durant yesterday, and they would still find a way. They would have found like, an angle to be like, oh, he's, he's, he's a cancer, like, or yeah. he's just whatever. And I'm just he like, gives, oh, yeah, he's a, he's a trader. Durant. <laughs> like, I don't care if he's a trader. I want him on the team. Like, if yeah, he's like, well, he's like the second best basketball player in the world, and they would find a way to complain about it. So, second best, you got him behind Semi Ojale, is what I'm hearing. Giannis. Close. Uh, Very close. Same thing. Same thing. Same. Uh, Semi Ojale, he got traded yesterday too, I believe. Did he? I didn't I see that. I believe he was part of a package deal. There was that 14 deal where DiVincenzo went to like, I what, saw I think that. like Sacramento or something. Was it Sacramento? I was, I was kind of bummed about that because I saw he was linked to the Celtics earlier in the week. Well, I heard like they a were... one a one for one Schroeder for DiVincenzo, which I, w- I, I would have hated it. it, but at the same time, I also I like the fact that they traded. Dennis down to Houston and then we're able to offload freedom and yeah. Bruno opening up more spots, more money. Like I just, I just think it worked out. And I think Brad's first trade deadline was a, a success. success. Yeah, me too. I mean, I like it. I like the moves. You didn't go over the top. You didn't go, you know, quietly into the night like Danny Ainge used to do. And uh, yeah, no, I would have liked even Chenzo though. Tell you what, I told you the story about, when I paid for his breakfast, right? No. No? Oh, wait. Yes, you did. Yes. I did. 
Yes, I forgot about that. Did I did I tell that on the pod or no? Yes, that was a couple episodes ago. Excellent. All right, I'm glad I got that. I in. don't know why you brought him up, but you I did. And I don't know. And, uh, yeah, no, you definitely you you definitely mentioned that like a few episodes back. <gasps> That's good. Yeah, man. So I'm gonna miss the memories him and I shared together here in Milwaukee, but you know, best of luck yeah. to him. How do you like how do you like Tice back in Boston? Because I love it. I love it, and I think he's a immediate upgrade over Freedom oh, as your bench option for big man. Because I hated seeing like I hated seeing that we had to turn to Freedom in situations, and he was just a liability. It sucks um, having to turn to Freedom when all but, else fails. And you got to turn. But like, look at no, it. Just sounds weird. I mean, when you're it saying, does. I, we, we're turning I, our back on it. I hate Freedom, man. I just hate it, man. Yeah, I can't stand it. We're pro freedom here, but anti freedom that kind. We're pro freedom, but anti freedom. Yes. So I hated seeing him go in and Rob Williams come out because it was like Rob Williams brings so much more to the table. And I know he's been, I know like freedom was supposed to be like the big man off the bench, but it's like, dude, at least Tice is like an amazing rebounder like that dude i love tice he knows that his dude role. he knows his oh he's, he's insane yeah. like the amount of rebounds that guy used to like grab like was just every time a shot went up i was like tice is gonna grab it like it's just i don't know you can't say the same thing for freedom so no. i th- i think with tice too like you know he kind of touched upon this but like you know what you're gonna get out of him i mean he's not a guy that's gonna go for like well he's done it sometimes where he'll go for like 20 plus points but yeah, you can like consistently rely on like twelve and eight from him every night. 100%. Or that that's how it used to be. Rob Williams' role has obviously increased now. I don't think Tice is going to be doing that, but Tice off the bench, I feel good with him off the bench because he started for Boston. I didn't even mind him as a starter. By I the loved way, him at, as the, a at the time, at the time, yeah, I mean it we was were... right. And you got to keep in mind, you still got Horford too. Oh, that's right. So between those three guys, like it's a good defensive front court. Or backcourt, excuse me. No, frontcourt. I was correct the first time. They have a lot more flexibility now. Having big, like, you have three big men that are capable of playing a decent size amount of minutes. So it's like, or even if Horford's out for the night, you still have two guys you can rely on or vice versa. Like, Rob Williams, like, been a little injury prone, Mm -hmm. like, in the past years. So it's like, even if he has to miss a game or two, you still have, you know, Horford to start and you still have Tice that can come in and play minutes. So it's like. I like it. I think they're way more versatile than they were. Um, yeah. And uh, I think I think it makes them better. That's my opinion. No, I, think, they got I better. think they're a way better team. They got better. And, like, you're going to tune into Boston Sports Radio, and they're going to tell you, like, he got worse. Or the team got worse. I heard that you know, already. Brad seems screwed. But, no, they got better, I think. And you look at the defensive lineup now. It's unbelievable. With the Jays, you got Marcus. You got Rob Williams. You add Derek White, who I haven't seen play much, but from what I've heard, defensively he's very good just looking at the numbers too they said he's similar to marcus smart yeah like not as good yeah i mean a lot of people are really high on his defense so you throw that in the mix this is a great defensive team and a team that has really been kind of led by its defense is is really going to build off that i think you know i mean the celtics they sucked like three episodes ago I, I know we haven't recorded in a while but like we were were done with them we were done i was done like i was just done but but your feet, you're, I'm starting to feel again, man. I really am. Like I'm starting to feel it again. So what what's 
what do you think their ceiling is this this year? Like, where is their ceiling? I think they can win a playoff series. You know, I so you got, I'm going one series at least. Okay. I genuinely do. I mean, this right. I'm right now, like statistically, they're literally like net, like the net rating. They're the best team in the league. I'm, I gotta, I'll pull it up on Twitter right now, just so I'm not giving away false information on the pod here. Yeah, but like, it's frowned upon these days. It is frowned upon. You don't want to be doing that, especially such a reliable source such as me and you. Um, <laughs> but let me look. I look. There was a graphic. Or, yeah. So right now. Oh, over the last 15 games, excuse me. Let me make that clear. See, that's a huge thing. Over the last 15 games, they have the number seventh ranked offense, so top 10, and the number one defense, putting them at the number one net rating. And that's uh, efficiency-wise. So most, e- most efficient defense, seventh most efficient offense over the past 15 games, and that's of today, February 11th, at 1:25 p.m. Eastern time. The, the only thing that you know, I, I get that point that they're up there, but it's just like at the same time, it's like winning a playoff series. You're gonna have to play a team that's been better than you all year because mm-hmm. I doubt that they sneak inside the top four. I just don't see it happening. Well, listen, I I don't think that's out of the realm of a question here, realm of possibility. You just look at those teams, though. Like, I really don't see the Celtics having enough ground to pass the Heat and the Bulls and the Bucks. Okay, well, Heat and the Bulls are – okay, Heat lead the East right now. Okay. Yes. Bulls are second. Boston is only three and a half games back. From the, from that the, is kind of crazy. That is actually wild. Because yeah, it the is – there isn't a team in the East this year that is like – like the Suns, right? Like the Suns are like insane, and the Warriors, obviously. But like, we don't have a team like that in the East. No, I um, like it, Heat at the top, Bulls in second, and then the Cavs and Bucks third and fourth. Bulls, Cavs, and Bucks are all one and a half games back at the Heat. Philly is three games back. Toronto's four. Boston's five. The way I mean, Boston, it's taken to- a six-game win streak though to even get in the spot they're in. So ride the momentum, baby. I agree. I mean, look at the Nets. They've lost 10 straight. So it's like we're going in opposite directions as the Nets, which I love to see. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful But it's thing. like then you got a team that's hotter than you in front of you. Like the Raptors are – I think they might be the hottest team in basketball right now. I believe they are. They've won, um, eight, they've won eight straight. So it's like – I don't know. Who knows what Philly's going to look like either. Like I don't know. I want to – like I've like – I'm kind of a betting man. So it's like – I've started to get into like NBA a little bit because I've been like actually doing decent. And it's like, it's so hard to like predict what these teams are going to look like now that there's so many new names everywhere. It's like, I don't know what Philly's going to be like Philly mm-hmm. just, tr- just got James Harden. So it's like, who knows? It'll be interesting, interesting dynamic to follow, but these teams are close. Boston's in a good spot. If they right now, you're assuming they're at least going to be in the play in tournament. You know, they make I that. I forgot about that, actually. Yeah. So they make that. They should be good to go because I'm not worried about the Hawks. I'm not worried about the Hornets. What is the – what is the uh, – this is the first year it's happening, right? Didn't they have it last year or something? Oh, they did have it last yeah. year. I hate – I mean, why Why change it? So what is it? I don't understand. 
it, I, you just like you know two teams play in for the so like for the yeah obviously it's uh you have the eight seeds that make it that's how it yeah. usually is but now two uh four teams play in for the seven and the eight seed oh yeah so right now if it ended today the celtics would be playing the, the hawks one seed technically yep. in the tournament the play-in yep. tournament yep so the Celtics would play the hawks and that's would play the hornets so seven plays ten eight plays nine and then if say the celtics and the nets win it's seven it's like one verse two and then whoever wins is a seven whoever loses is the eight so, like, I think then it goes to seeding. I'm literally not 100% sure on this. That is wild. I kind of completely forgot about that. So, I think, like, if seven beats ten, so if one beats four. Yeah. That, like, they'd get the seven. So. That is confusing. I, I don't it. know. I that that is confusing. So I'm trying to explain it in words without having it sound really confusing. If seven beats ten, so if one beats four, they would get the seventh seed. And if eight beats beats nine, eight seed. But if ten were to beat seven, four to beat one, and then like eight were to beat nine, I'm pretty sure the winner of that game would get the seventh seed, and the ten would get the eight seed because it's like the lower seeding. That is crazy. I I think I'm right. I really so, did. They implement this to like try to just draw more excitement like i literally is that, have no idea to be like, honest what is the point of this here because uh, i will tell you what it's i think they copied baseball because which i don't know why the nba would ever have to copy baseball because the mlb is a terrible product right now but oh here the we wild go card so, no, i was i was completely wrong i guess okay well that's that's at the conclusion of the regular season uh, the seventh highest winning percentage in each conference will host the eighth. Uh, in a playing game, the seven-eight game, the winner of the seven-eight game in each conference will earn the seventh seed. The team with the ninth highest winning percentage in each conference will host the team with the tenth, the nine-ten game. The loser of the seven-eight game will host the winner of the nine-ten game in the playing game, and the winner of that game in each conference will earn the eighth seed. So I thought my way was better. I kind of liked your way, honestly. I'm just saying. But, yeah, no, I remember it was funky, and that's apparently it. I was completely wrong. I hope people didn't just stop listening right there, and they're like, this kid sucks. So, like I said, did they add this to draw excitement? Like, I don't understand. It's It's stupid. Because you realize MLB did already did this with the wild card game. Like, you know, like the Red Sox-Yankees played that wild card playing game this year. It's like – it's almost like the NBA created their own version of this. So like, let's pl- let's do a play-in tournament, not at one game, but it's like the MLB just says that, like, hey, we're gonna have these two teams play against each other, and whoever wins is the wild card. And it's like, dang. Yeah, I don't right? know. Like, I don't know if it was that, or if it was like a COVID thing to get more teams involved because guys yeah. are slim. But who knows? Who knows? Yeah, um, that's true. But yeah, Celtics hot. Playoffs will be here before we know it. Believe it or not. Uh, so it should be exciting. We'll see what happens with them. The Bruins, Andrew, Tuka Rask, your guy, retired. Oh, man. I didn't even want to talk about it. Can you yeah, – I want to hear your speech. Like, what Tuka Rask meant to you as a young a young Massachusetts boy growing up, just trying to have big dreams. You know, what did he it's, mean to you, you know? Tuka was everything, man. He's – and his name is, like, 
people, I think he might be the most underrated player in a certain city to ever exist. Everybody hated the guy. I was like, why? Like, cause he never was the starter on the Stanley cup team. It's like, dude, I hate that argument because Mm -hmm. the guy literally was like a brick wall for like 10 plus years. And it's like, Oh, we didn't win anything while he's here. So he's just not good. Screw that. Like, I hate that. I hate that argument. And it's just like, I don't even know. Like if David or David Ortiz, I guess like made his thing because he like brought championships and I get that, but it's like, I don't know. Like Tuka Rass still won a Stanley cup, by the way. It's not like he didn't leave without a ring. So he just wasn't the main starter for it, mm. but it's just like, dude, he was so underappreciated. And now look at the Bruins now, like their goalie situation's awful. And it's like, mm. all it took is one year of Tuka not being here. And they're literally terrible at goalie. So, um, how are you know. holding, how are you holding up emotion? Yeah, not great. Um, <laughs> that was bad. Um, it was just like the whole thing of like, he came out like he kind of like came out of the woodworks and was like Mm -hmm. hey guys i'm back i'm gonna sign with you guys for dirt cheap and i'm just gonna play because i just want to play for the bruins and you're like you love that it's like Mm -hmm. this guy just signed like a like a vet minimum like barely anything deal and you're like hey we just got a one of the best goalies in the world at a deal that was like insane and then, so there was all that hype of him coming back. And then all of a sudden he's gone. So it's like, he played four games and he's gone and he's retired and it sucks. So it's like, uh, you know, his number's going to get retired in the rafters, mm-hmm. whether people like it or not. So I don't know, man, it's been tough. Um, uh, the Bruins stink right now. It's their back to stinking and it's like, whatever. That all sucks because you had, you know, Poppy going in the hall of fame which was awesome, but it's like, awesome. great. Like my childhood's done. I've literally made a couple posts about that. It's I've seen him. I've seen him. I'm sad. like, man, this man's in his feels right now. Well, come on, dude. You are too. Like, Oh no, I'm miserable. I'm miserable. Like 80% of the time. So it just adds to it. You know, how old, how old were you in 2004? Four. Exactly. So Poppy's been doing this since you were four and all yeah. the way through, like you were in, what 2016 is when he retired yeah so i was probably what a sophomore you were in high school yeah Yeah. so he's been doing it from the time you were four until you were in high school like that was like the one like it's just like brady right it's like brady's been doing it since you like forever my entire life you could barely even talk and he was i don't think i could talk yeah i I don't know if that added up to 19 when did babies start talking like what 14 15 years old no like i don't know like three four i have no idea you you're the one that's closer to being a dad than i am so you got you got to figure this stuff out (laughs) hold on a second when do they start talking there's no way what kind of alien babies are they like quoting out here dude it says after nine months babies can start saying basic words there's not a chance not a chance that's happening what show me a baby who's saying words at nine months imagine your baby at nine months just starts reading off your credit score dude no kidding like (laughs) what i at nine months the baby starts talking at 11 they start building their 401k 
Seriously, like at they're 14 in months, at freaking 12. Like at 14 months, they get a vacation home in Aruba. All right. They're quick nowadays, man. They honestly got. No, I cannot up. believe this is actually a thing. That is messed up. It, it was literally on Google. It says after nine months. There's no way. I'm sorry. It, then it says they talk like more words at 12 to 18 months. I mean, hot, which, I which is like a year to a year and a half. I don't, I don't know, get man. it, bro. I don't get it. I don't understand I, it, but we're evolving somehow, and it's starting to become a little scary. No, it's terrifying. That's, bro. If I'm ever out in public and a nine month old, like, says something to me, like, what the, what the hell? Like, I'm sorry, dude. I'm throwing the baby out. I'm taking the baby. I'm throwing it out. Something. If serious I'm wrong. over in Wegmans by the train and I hear a nine month old say. Dada, it's a train. I'm like, get that thing far away from this wagon. Well, you right can't now. even walk at nine months, can you? No, I don't. That's another. I don't even know. Let's see. When can a baby walk, bro? What would what would be your guess if you had to guess? Uh, let me think. Walking. Well, see, I'm. Tr- I want to say like a year old, but then that's crazy to me, that like, you got this kid that just can't walk for a year. Like a year is a long time. Yeah, I don't know if that's happening. It literally says right here, eight months. They start walking walk for the first time. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't understand that. I don't think just having a kid. Seem, it just doesn't seem right to me. It doesn't sit right with me. Then I must be. This is off of WebMD. That's a credible website, man. It's very credible. I don't know about the last one, but this one, the walking one, is WebMD. So I kind of hate WebMD though, because anytime I got like any small ailment, I'm like, great, I have cancer. Oh, awesome, 100. I look, excellent. I'm like, hey, why do I have a headache? My like every my body aches, everything. You're like, oh, you actually have pancreatic cancer. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, All right. awesome, great. <laughs> Just what we needed. Uh, no, that's messed up, though. But, yeah, going back to our conversation here, like, yeah, Brady, Ortiz, Tuca. I mean, these have, these have been guys that have kind of shaped our childhoods, you know? Yeah, I so would put Tuca, I'd put Tuca in that. Uh, I would put him in the stratosphere. I know that Poppy was doing it at, in 04, and Brady started in 2000, but – I would say Tuka didn't start to like 07. So like, I know it was like a little late, but he was here for the cup and all of the Stanley cups, like 13, 19. I mean, he was, he was there. So I don't know. It's tough. And um, I think the Bruins are going to miss him a lot, but um, I did want to bring something up that was really, uh, I don't know. I've become like a bigger fan. It's of Mac Jones. Okay. I, I don't know if you saw any of the stuff that came out from the Pro Bowl of him being mic'd up, like I any of the I've videos. Seen, I, think I, I think I've seen everything. Yes. I have become an even bigger fan of him. And I love him. I've, I've noticed, too, that like uh, our old friend Chandler Jones uh, even put a tweet out that was like, I saw there's, it. I'm a big Mac Jones fan after the weekend, like just randomly. He was like, hey, I had a good time, like, like, you know, representing the cards, blah, blah, blah. And the next one, he's like, 
and I became a big fan of Mac Jones. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Like, so like this guy, like, I'm sorry, but his, his position group, Herbert and Mahomes were just like, I feel like they're in a different like stratosphere as him, mm-hmm. but um, like, I feel like Mahomes obviously is who he is. And then Herbert's going to be pretty good, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think it was funny that Mac was like third guy, but I love Mac. Um, it should have been Josh Allen probably, but whatever. He didn't want to play. So, but yeah, I think Mac Jones was able to be himself. I feel like he was just so dry all year long, like in his interviews, which is like the typical, like Patriot know, way. Yeah, yeah. It's like Bill, like probably wants you to not give anything to the media. But this dude was electric and he was mic'd up. He's fun. He's actually having a good time. And then I don't know. I, uh, what'd you think of that? Like, is That's that Mac that Daddy, baby? It's Mac Daddy, dude. The gritty. Come on now. Mac gritty. Yeah. Woo. The gritty was hot. That was something. I was shocked to see that. I don't think, I just don't think Brady would have ever done something like that at that oh, age. No. no, there's just no way. I mean, Mac was just having fun. He was enjoying himself. It's what you got to do. But he didn't do it all year, like no. all year long. Well, yeah, that, I mean, that goes back to like, could you imagine if like Mac Jones gritted what Belichick would say to him after? <laughs> it wouldn't be good, you know? I mean, you had Gronk, though, doing some pretty funny stuff, like, while I think, he was well, I, here. Well, I think Gronk has CTE ravaging his brain right now. I think I can agree with that. And but... Belichick was probably just like, yeah, there's just no way. Belichick never like talked about it. Like Gronk would be, there's videos of him like dancing on the sideline, like just like being good, just being Gronk. And it's just like, he was able to be himself. And then in interviews, I guess he wasn't ever like too like off the wall, but you know, he was still like himself. He was still cracking jokes. Like yo soy fiesta. Remember that? Like he Mm -hmm. was like, I am party, like, you know, that kind of stuff. So he was, he was doing that before, but I guess that's just a one-off. Like he and Gronk obviously was like too valuable to be like, Hey, you're cut. See, ya. yeah, clearly, you know? So yeah, I think Mac too, like Mac's a rookie, you know, he wants to like make a good first impression. I'm sure he might get a little bit more comfortable, open up a little bit more, but once the season comes around, like you gotta keep in mind, Pro Bowl means nothing too. So that's true. You know, Belichick's probably just like, hey, go have fun as long as you're locked in once you're back on that field in the Patriots <laughs> uniform. Uh, and I'm sure Mac will be. But I love Mac Jones. I mean, this guy brings the vibrancy, uh, energy to a Patriots team that had Cam Newton struggling to throw 15 yards last year. It was just terrible. But now you got a kind of rejuvenation at the QB position. You know, it's a lot more energy under center. Yeah, I, I, I'm excited, like, not excited about the cap situation, all that. It's like a different day, different story. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Mac is uh, – I, I think he's good. I think he's going to be somewhat successful. Like, you obviously can't compare him to, like, Brady and any of that. No. But and you can't compare him really to, like, Mahomes or – I mean, I, I don't like people comparing, like, like saying Herbert's already there because he hasn't really done anything, I guess. Yeah. But – um, Mahomes has won a Super Bowl, so I will put him up there. And it's um, and Joe Burrow's obviously in the Super Bowl, so I would almost say like he's not he's not on that level yet. He's not there. Um, who knows if he'll ever get there? You never know. But is he gonna be like? Is he gonna? I was thinking about this. It was like you have like the tiers, right? And you have like the the well, it was Brady, Rogers, um, Mahomes, 
Josh Allen's up there somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then Burroughs, I think Burrow and Allen are kind of like here. Then you got like the Tannehill and uh, like those type of guys that are like around Tannehill. They're like, they can lead teams to the playoffs. They're just not going to win anything. And I don't know. Is that going to be Mac? Who knows? I don't know. So I think, you know, we need like, let, let's reassess this three years down the line or something, you know, and that's when we'll have a better idea. But I think the fact that Mac Jones made the playoffs this season, granted it wasn't in the best spot for a playoff team to be, but it was the playoffs. Nevertheless, we got an extra football game. I think that is a, a huge sign to be able to do that in your rookie season. I mean, that's massive. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I'm excited. So like, I'm, I'm ready for next year. Uh, who knows what it's going to look like on defense, but um, yeah, I don't know about Joe judge running things either, but you our know, boy, but... our boy's gone. Joshy McDanks. Yeah. RIP to the uh, Brandon Bolden third and 18 draw. So um, oh. that was, that will be missed, but <laughs> I think though, like losing him is going to be bad for Mac, but I guess we'll cross that. I don't know. I hate, I hated Josh McDaniels. I know you did. I I just thought like I didn't think he let Mac cook. You gotta let Mac cook. You gotta. Like let him throw the ball. I don't wanna see Mac Jones throwing screens on third and seventy one to Brandon Bolden. I just I don't wanna see it. McDaniels did too much of that. I got too much PTSD from that because I just remember every time I was like, dude. Every single time we talked about it in our first episode. I know it's gonna come up again down the line at some point, but it was every, it was the most predictable thing I've ever seen in my life. It should help next year getting James White back if he does come back, yeah, but it'll be huge. Yeah. Totally forgot about him. Totally forgot about that, man. He was not top of mind for me, but I think uh, Bill Bryan or bust on offense, but we'll, right. uh, we'll see. I return of the butt chin, man. Like his, butt, okay. like, if you huge. ever, if there's like a like uh like a Mount Rushmore butchins, Bill O'Brien's gotta be on there. I would imagine. I can't even think of somebody else that has one that's like somewhat like famous, like, like anybody. Peter Can Griffin. Animated cartoon, we're gonna count it. Peter Griffin. That's tough. I, I'm scared. Oh, gosh, I'm scared to Google this. I would not Google that right now. <laughs> Google that on your own time, I think. All right, carry on. What, what were you gonna Google? What were you gonna Google? I can't even speak. What were you gonna Google? Like best butt chins? Famous Great. butt chins. Quite <laughs> <laughs> the search. Your FBI agent on your phone is gonna be like, what is happening right now? What is oh, this? Gonna be? We wow, I am shocked. There's some we got? pretty notable people on here. What do we got? John Travolta, pretty, pretty notable. Does Quentin Tarantino make the cut? Russell Crowe, pretty. Russell Crowe, he's a pretty uh, well-known person. Uh, okay, I don't know about this. They're saying Affleck is on here. Come on. They said Affleck and Matt Damon's on here. No, this is an anti-Boston website whatever it may be and they're they're saying vanessa hutchins is on here all right this I is ridiculous get, yeah no that's this is very ridiculous 
And they put Sandra Bullock on. All right, I think I got like a different opinion on this, but don't I just literally it's buzzfeed.com slash celebrities dash you didn't know have butt chins. That's wrong. I mean, that's just wrong. Imagine being a celebrity and finding yourself on that list, bro. I'd be so mad. I'd be so frustrated. Glad I'm not famous. You need, oh. you need a moment? You good? <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful stuff. Really bringing the heat today. Well, what's going on back home? I, I'm out of the loop on the culture stuff here. I know we always try and throw one in at the end. What is going on back home in the Commonwealth, Andrew? Uh, well, I actually just drove like an hour ago, and there's people outside in shorts right now well, what's the and tent? it is 53 oh that's shorts weather kid come on <laughs> well i know come on. But i'm just saying like it's uh it is kind of funny that there's still there's still a snowbank outside of my apartment that's probably foot tall or maybe more i don't mm-hmm. know snowbanks are pretty big obviously but um it's uh it's kind of funny because you got like people doing on their runs right now and mm-hmm. you have like the people that are just in their like short shorts and then it's like oh they're gonna run by this like snowbank that's like taller than you so weird time of year weird time it's like really weird because it's this is the thing i don't get by the way is we got hammered by that blizzard yeah so we get absolutely smoked i think cambridge had like I think the final in Cambridge was like 18 inches, which wasn't as bad as like South shore. They got like 30 plus. Yep. Um, but we still had 18 here and it's like, um, uh, I remember the news was like, Oh yeah. Like you guys gotta like get stuff to last you a couple days. I literally went to brunch the next morning after a hit, uh, down in, uh, Southie, like the very next morning I was like, roads were completely clear i want to say that's insane like the amount of people that drive independent trucks and like plow over here it's just like unheard of well yeah just boom well i don't think you understand like it's not like that it's not like that in st louis it's not like if it snowed 18 inches in st louis that place is like closed for a week like yeah they can't get there those roads aren't even going to be plowed until uh, probably six days in and i'm not even kidding like it that's was actually absurd. a long time that's actually absurd i know like milwaukee when that happens it's just like nowhere to put the snow like yeah nowhere. they're used to it here right so it's like you go anywhere else like i uh dallas texas just got snow last week which was insane mm-hmm. because that place never gets snow and they were like they didn't know what to do it was like they got like two three inches and it was like chaos yeah think about that it's like put that into thing it's like people still kind of go a little crazy here with like grocery shopping i guess before like a big blizzard but i don't know i've never understood the grocery shopping well i get it like for food i get it but it's always like we need milk and bread when the storm i don't understand that why Who's who's drinking milk every day anyway well listen man i love milk i'm not even gonna lie Absolutely love milk. I would drink that every day. I'm not even gonna say anything. Whatever, it's fine, dude. I, sorry that you're so, sorry that you're immature. Okay, whatever. Um, it's fine. 
But like the oh, bread, thing. the bread. All right, I'll I'll get past the milk because I will say milk. You have to have milk to make like mac and cheese or like stuff like that. So I get it. All well, right. I mean that's not even a necessity in a snowstorm. I feel like you uh, should really be going out and buying a generator or something. True, I'll give you that one. You know, um, yeah, I feel like generator sales should be like through the roof. Like, through the roof. like you gotta go get your generator like before, but then it's like you can only have so many generators, right? That's what I'm saying. So like milk and eggs is something that it like just keeps giving. I, I suppose. You're a grocery store guy. A big grocery store guy. I feel like how, gotta, how many how many milk and eggs does a grocery store usually go through nah, like a dude, week? A disgusting amount. Exactly. Especially, especially Wegmans, man. Disgusting. Exactly. So it's like this stuff just keeps churning. Like a generator, it's like you buy one and you're you're you good. Just have you're set one. for life. Dude, that's what I'm nervous about. Here, hear me out here. Like. When I was back home at my parents' house, like, my mom, she has all these, like, things, like, house decorations, right? And it's, like, one of those things that it's, like, one and done. Like, for example, <laughs> like, the napkin holder my mother has oh, back God. home. You know, it, it holds the napkins, right? It's, like, this nice little design or whatever. I don't know how much that was. Probably, we'll say it was, like, eight bucks, right? It's not a necessity item, but it just makes the house look nicer. I am terrified, dude. My, like, when I grow up, I mean, I guess I'm grown. When I'm older, get a house, hopefully, whatever, apartment, whatever. Am I going to have to be getting, like, napkin holders? Like, do you have napkin holders at your house? Or your apartment, rather? No chance. Or are you just raw-dogging the napkins out there? Just letting them fly? I think... <sighs> The napkin napkin industry should just fold because if you're not a paper towel guy by now, like who are you? No, napkins are big, man. I mean, paper towels, no. like no, come on, come on, come the on. The napkin in industry is dying, and paper towels are here to stay. Well, paper towels are big. I'm I'm pro paper towel, but like you need a napkin in some situation. I am anti napkin. All right, all right. anti. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Well, yeah, you guys got hit with the snow bad. We we have not got hit with any snow out here. Like me, we had some last night. Roads were terrible. My car battery is dead. It's been sitting in the uh, Marquette parking garage for two weeks now. So I haven't been going anywhere. Um, my girl's been driving me around. Shout out to her. But uh, yeah, no, it's horrible. I've been Ubering everywhere. Um, literally just deceased in the parking garage right now. My my car is literally collecting dust. I'm not even kidding. Does it have, is there any fix in sight? Like anywhere? I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Like I, I, I jumped it. I jumped it. It worked. I was like, let's go. It works. I drive around a little bit. I'm like, all right, we're back in business, baby. The car is back. The mass plates are steaming on the roads in Milwaukee. We're making the presence known. I get back in the parking garage. I park her. I go down, um, down the elevator. I'm feeling good, man. Walking through the streets, having my step. A couple days later, bro like crazy weather like negative 30 at night go back out to my car won't start i'm like son of a gun dude son of a gun i would use other words but we do not have the explicit tag on itunes or apple podcast so we're keeping it pg so I, you, can, you just can't say it i could say it i'd have to bleep it out i don't i just i don't want to do those edits today i really don't we got a long episode going. Like the big cheese last episode. I mean, he was swearing. I was like, bro, I got to bleep these out. Was he? I don't even remember. Yes, that. man, he was. So I was like, I got to bleep these out. And he's like, oh, I was yeah. going to say we should have the big cheese back on, but we're going to have to like 
make sure we have the beep ready for him. I know. I I, I got it ready. We're good. So I go back. Car won't start. I'm like, this sucks. Next day I wake up. I try and start it because it got a little bit warmer outside. Doesn't start. Jump it again. It's good. Drive around. We're good to go. Like two days later, I try starting again. Nothing. Just nothing. So my battery is clearly messed up. Can I ask you how you jump it, by the way? I have a little like jumper pack and uh, you like charge it, throw the clips onto the battery, start her up. Good to go. So you don't have to like get like big cheese to pull his car uh, over yeah, there. Yeah, no, I don't right? need Because I, I hate, I hate that. Like, yeah, no. One always, I show. always feel bad because I'm just like, hey, but like I've only had my battery die once, mm-hmm. and I remember I was like in a parking, I was in a parking garage, like similar to you probably, and I was like, hey, like there was like a guy randomly walking to his freaking car, probably just trying to like go home, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, hey, buddy, can you like help me out? And then. It's like such like an inconvenience on that guy now because yeah. I like roped him into this and he doesn't want to do it. So it's like, oh, I hate that. Like it's awful. But no, it's a one man show, one man band. I might try jumping in again, but I think I just need to buy a new battery. I mean, that's what it's really coming down to. Best of luck. I'm scared, man. I like, we'll get it. We need a, an update next week when we do the next one. Uh, I doubt. We'll, I doubt we'll, I'll touch my car in the next week. I honestly like. I I just it's one of those things. I just I have way too much on my plate right now. I just gotta push it off. Like. I'm in a city. I can walk places. I can Uber. I can take the bus if need be. Um, like it is what it is, you know. Uh, you roll with the punches, man. But yeah, no, that thing. If anyone wants to break into my car, um, <laughs> it is it is just sitting there. I mean, heavy target, heavy target right now. I just can't believe that the big stallion over there is just. The deceased. Red Ranger, man. It's the Red Ranger. I've had I've had her for a long time. She's she is on her last leg. She really has to be. Is she even gonna make it back to the Commonwealth? Not a chance. Not, a Not chance. A chance. I mean, there's just no chance. There's just no chance. If anyone out there listening wants to start a GoFundMe, get me a new car. I love you, Trevor. But I like I don't know what I'm gonna do with this. Can I even have it towed out of a parking garage? I have no idea. I think it's inconvenient for the like tow truck because there's not a lot of room, but I'm sure it's possible. Probably. I mean, I would like I can jump it and get a little action out of it if I need to move it, but I just I have no idea. Scary stuff, man. It's a problem for the spring when it's warm. Oh yeah. I don't I don't need to deal with that. I've been finding myself doing that. It's like I really want to work out, but I'm like it's really really cold outside. So it's, it's really like cold. I, I don't want to do anything, right? It's like no. That's how I feel. But we'll get it fixed eventually. We'll see what happens. Um, anything for your closing thoughts here? We've had a nice long talk about the weather, my dead car. Um, it's, it's really been insightful here. But do you have any closing remarks? I'll tell you what, man. If the MLB lockout does not end. I'm so sick of this. I if really it doesn't am. end in the next week, my closing statement for this podcast is uh, this might be my last podcast because it's like, the the things that I would do for baseball at Fenway, uh, like an 80-degree night, 70-degree oh, night, man. it's just like if they try to take that away from me this summer and just like, oh, sorry, guys, we just can't get a deal done. It's like, no, that's not it. Like, it's, it's... – I, I can't have that, all right? No, like, you can't. No, and I don't think I'm alone. And You're not. There's just something about a Friday night, seven ten start, Fenway, when it's like July. Something and, and about just, it. 
you got that you got that pink sky over by the prudential something about it right no seriously like i would give up so much for that right now i don't even care where i i don't care if i was sitting in the upper bleachers i don't care if i was sitting right behind a whole plate who cares like that feeling is just you can't recreate that i would give up a foot and i'm not i am like not even kidding like i would say like oh i'd give up like an arm and a leg that would obviously be an exaggeration i would legitimately give up my foot for that right now like at like if you came in and you were like i will transport you to fenway park on a friday night 7 10 first pitch chris sale on the mound going against the yankees or the rays or whoever i don't even care who it's against yeah i don't either and i'd be like okay what's the catch and they, and they said you have to give up your foot i would give up my foot just one game just one game you're right or left? I don't care. It depends. No, it doesn't. It matters for sure. Mat- your hand matters. Like I write with my right hand. You know, I. So I, you don't walk on your feet? I do, but I. You're telling me one one of your feet is getting more action than the other? 100%. What? How? Are you right foot or left foot? <laughs> no, no, no. No one, no one in this world is right-footed. I'm right-footed. If you're, if you're a kicker, if you're an NFL kicker, or you play soccer. I'm right-footed. Did you play, like, soccer growing up or something? I did. Did you? I played in high school, yeah. Okay, that's fair, all right? See, I never played soccer. So my feet have been getting dual action throughout my 22 okay. years of life. See, that's fair. I guess I, I guess I thought about it a little more because my, my biggest fault in soccer and why I wasn't as good as I probably could have been, I didn't have a left foot. I couldn't, I could not use my left foot to save my life. Like uh-huh. I had, like I, I played on defense. I played right back and I mm-hmm. couldn't play on the left side because I didn't have a left foot. I don't know why. I can't use it. That's so it That's matters. I, like I might give them my left foot, but if they ask for my right, no deal. Like I can't do it. I guess I'd give them my left. I mean, I prefer my left. If they were going to take my right, it would probably be no skin off my back. Oh, it would be terrible for me. I don't even play soccer anymore. I'm still like, ah, oh, I'm right footed. I'm not going to lose my right. Well, see, that's why I sucked at basketball. Cause like I had no left, left hand. I, that was okay with me. I, I, I'm, I can use – I'm like ambidextrous. I can ride with both hands. Can you actually? I can. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, it's – I can do that. But, like, no, nah, feet, no way. But, yeah, that was, that was my closing thought. So, All I don't right. know how we, how we got on feet. But no. um, I, I need the, ba- the baseball lockout to end. And it might end tomorrow, Saturday. But I'm not going to even get my hopes up because, yeah, just not. But, yeah, hopefully baseball's back. Hope so. We need it. Red Sox coming off a great year. We obviously want to get into Red Sox talk. Haven't been able to much with this lockout, but hopefully we're, we're close. Andrew's got his Red Sox hat on. He's ready to go. He's gearing for it. And uh, as am I. So we might just have Cape Cod League baseball this summer. Which hey, uh, Braves. Go Bravos. Go Bravos, baby. Um, but yeah, anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. Episode 9, right around an hour today. Um, good to be back for sure. We'll try and crank these out whenever, obviously schedule gets a little busy here and there, but we're still sticking with it. So thanks for sticking along with us. 
Make sure you go and check out all of our forms of social media. They're right below on this beautiful border. You can check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts now, which is still relatively new. Um, but that's probably the easiest place to get the show uh, since I know most people have an iPhone. So make sure you go check us out there. But yeah, links down below, um, or at least our handles, not quite links, but go check them out. Give us the follow, shoot us some likes, DM us, comment. If you want to come on the show, you got something you're gearing to talk about, go for it. All right. We'd love to have you on. We really would. But guys, thanks so much for joining us. Until next time, we will see you then. But take it easy.